and welcome back to the Thursdays are the best days podcast episode 275 275 uh two plus five five is seven that's a segment we do now we got there somewhere uh and joining us is we got bruno and fee feels like a homecoming i think i found it out bruno the last time we had a guest on here was episode 230 which means it's probably been almost a year October you know I I said 100 episodes and you looked at me like I was crazy yeah we thought we this was a fun number should have told her 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 shows up every once in a while for these fun numbers I feel like we've missed a couple probably what's the definition of a fun number like uh, if we would have offered two sixty nine, he probably would have been here. Yep. I feel like, like that was on his list. Two twenty two. Was he on that one? He he's been on a couple. Yeah, he was on two twenty two. He was on two twenty two. See, I told you. If a number seems interesting, he'll be on it just to like have the number in his mind. Like three thirty three would be a big one for him. I think we got to make sure that happens. Oh yeah, we're getting there. The the consecutive number guy. I'm sure he'll be here. Yeah, nothing for a while. Sophie. Yo. What? Well, so, for the people, we thought we thought this would be a perfect week for you to be on. You you've done a life changing event. Kinda. <laughs> if you, if you can call it that. Maybe. You can call it, it whatever you want. This is a you know this could turn your whole personality around. It could. It's going to make me into a mountain man. You went camping for the first time? Second time? First, first time, time in a long time. Like since I was like seven, six, maybe. And at that oh. point, it was at a. Oh, what's it called? What are those, those parks called? Like a Darien Lake. Like a, uh, like a like campground? A, amusement park. Sorry. Amusement park oh. campground. Okay. So that doesn't really count. We're just on like a plot of land and put up, put up a tent. Yeah. I mean, I guess Good they're pseudo. Yeah, they're kind of popular. I mean, they're some of the only ones to go to kind of nowadays, like those types of things. Yeah, and I, you know, being so this past weekend, I went to Wellesley Island in the Thousand Islands in New York State. Yeah, that is uh, way up there. It's basically near Ottawa, kinda in Canada. Wait, and, the, uh, you were like right on the border with like water. Oh, like yes, like I was. My campsite was overlooking the Canadian border. Like I was looking at Canada every time I woke up. Oh, okay. So you could you could see the land of Canada. I woke up and saw Canada. Okay, I was actually technically illegally in canada um but the border is so skewed on the river that it's crazy um so bruno what you're looking at now see where it says wellesley island campground yeah like right on the board if you zoom in there's a little peninsula on the left middle uh under the a in states nope zoom out under the a in united states yeah I i was on that exact peninsula that overlooked the St. Lawrence River, and uh, yeah, I mean, technically it's a campground. We had that whole cool. peninsula basically to ourselves. Seemed like a river. It doesn't feel like one when you're on it either. It's like I one of those it... bay river kind of things. Is it like flowing, flowing, or is it was it like pretty still, or like? Yeah, there's a big current. Like a few points, we stopped the boat, um, so we rented a boat and we stopped the boat a few times in you you're moving like if you don't drop an anchor you are you're floating down that thing yeah i that's mean a, that's fair that, that's river that's a crazy place to boat if you do have to worry about you know not crossing the border because like skimming your campground is like trash international trespassing yeah so the craziest section that we went through is if you follow the border around the top of that island that i was on to the right um you go right right through the bridge of the border patrol and oh, like yeah, look at that 
and like there's just a coast like there's a coast guard boat on either side and one side's american one side's canadian but like everyone can just go through because it's just such a tight section that it's just kind of both uh um, yeah and they they looked at it sideways but they let us they let us through yeah that's pretty tight in there yeah that's, that is not a lot of space it's like one or two boats wide at one point yeah you guys didn't actively leave the country though like you guys just you didn't, didn't go over there to do anything you just we stayed. didn't we didn't actively go to canada for any reason um there's a few islands up there. Um, if you follow the border left, they're connected to each other. One's called Myers. More right, Bruno. Uh, right and up. Uh, up and to the right. Right on that border. Binghamton or Bingham Island. Those yeah. two islands. We wanted to fish. And we just drove in between the two. Not knowing that it was Canada. We just kind of sat and oh. went fishing. Okay. You weren't okay. even just trespassing. You were illegally yes. poaching. Uh, an alien. I will say this. Myers Island is up for sale. What? Oh, damn. It's like $1.8 million. That's not bad for an island. No. some. Of, I will say, some of the houses on these islands are insane. Like, actual insanity how, like, crazy they are. Do you want to live on an island? I mean, in the winter, it freezes. You can walk to it. Guess, yeah. I feel I like that would doesn't... be such a pain in the ass to get anything in. To get, like, I guess no power. Oh, no, there, some of them have solar panels built in. There's one that was just ultra-modern, like, full windows, solar panels everywhere. It looks so yeah. cool. Well, just have your own, like, off-grid system, you know? Yes. You could do it. It could be done. I'd be more worried about like sewage on it. in the river. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the problem. I don't I'm think not... Canada would like you doing that. Well, I don't know about Lake Ontario, to be honest with you, but if it's anything like Lake Erie, Lake Erie isn't a clean lake. No, Lake Erie's got. It's not good. Don't they have to shut that down like every summer because of like brain eating amoeba? Kind of. It depends on the. Um... Depends on the day. Um, but I will say that when I got my fishing license, they give you a brochure and it tells you like all the fish stuff. And it says, don't eat more than three fish a month caught from Lake Erie. <laughs> so. Alrighty then. Um, damn. So that was, that was you in a hammock. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about how the sleeping okay. went? Yep. So, I thought we were going to be, like, middle of nowhere, not in a campground, just going in the woods. And I was like, you know what? Hammock sounds pretty good to sleep in. So, I bought a hammock. And it has a mosquito net on it. And it's just a hammock that you hang between two trees, nothing fancy. And then I bought a tarp to go over it. So, if it rains, no problem. Um, first I'm gonna night... be honest. I was very surprised when you asked me about camping gear. You sent yes. me a message and I was like, oh, where'd this one come from? It was kind of a last minute. Um, where this whole trip stems from is my buddy that I went to high school with goes every year with his college friends. And he invited me this year because I mentioned that we, me, Wallier, and her might be going camping in late August. Um, but it fell through. And then he's like, oh, well, we're going camping in late August. Do you want to come? I was like, sure. Um, but I didn't give him the yes until like a week in advance. That's cool. Um, one thing I will say, I bought straps separately than the ones that they give you with the hammock. And I am yeah. so happy I did that because the straps that they gave me would not have hung me in the air. <laughs> they they gave me like, like paracord. And I was oh, like, this, this is not going to do well. Like stretchy paracord. Uh, I was going to say paracord can be surprising, but yeah. Okay. This was more like, I don't even Like maybe like waist strap elastic. Is All the right, best. yeah, that, that yeah. does not sound great. And I'm so happy that I bought that band because I would have been in a tent. 
How was the hammock? Was it was it a comfortable hammock? And it was a last minute purchase, so there wasn't probably too much thought so, into it. But did it work out? Night one, no chance of rain. I left a little bit of opening on the tarp so that way my head got a little breeze. Um, I will say it saps a lot of heat from you. Um, so I had a sleeping bag under me. It was comfortable. No, no problems with that. I had a sleeping bag under me. I had a blanket. I was in sweatpants and I had a flannel on and I was too warm. So I took the flannel off and my, my arms of my short sleeve shirt touched the side of the hammock and I was just instantly cold. Like it just saps heat so quickly because it goes under and over and bruno did mention that to me i did try to warn you because i knew that that happens and then night two is something i did not anticipate was that rain was in the forecast like spotty rain and it could hit could not um and it was super windy like i'm talking like (laughs) like 15 mile an hour winds and i just it's the middle of the day and I just see my tent just swaying back and forth. And I'm like, Oh my God, (laughs) I'm going to have to sleep in that tonight. And it's just me just thinking about just swaying back and forth. Um, the wind did die down. Um, but the whole time I couldn't help but think as I'm falling asleep, I just couldn't help but think of little raccoons coming up and like scratching me underneath, just being like, Hey bud, how you doing? That was probably the hardest part about sleeping yeah um i have seen like a tent like a hammock tent if you ever got more substantial it's basically a tent that you can run a hammock through like it it has the floor of a tent and the walls like of a rain fly kind of whole thing but it has like provisions to put straight that point though what's the it's not. The there point? is. It isn't a difference. One tent, Bruno. That I think Steve used it twice. It was like the single person tent that was like, it was like a small pop up, bigger on the one end, and then it tapered down. Yeah, it's a very popular backpacking tent. I like that tent. I mean, that you're on the ground, so you have to carry like a uh, yeah. uh whatever those pads are, sleeping pads. But yeah, that I could mean, be I have... all. The... I own a tent similar to that. It's not that exact design, but like a just tent. It's just like a pop-up, right? They don't have, you don't like stake, do you stake anything through them or is it all like integrated and it kind of folds out? Um, I could probably try and find my tent. Mine is, it was an integral rain fly. So there was no rain fly. The tent itself was the rain fly. So there was only one thing. And then it had two poles in an X going across and yeah. just big clips to clip to it. I could set that tent up in 10 minutes, and I haven't done it for years. Um, gotcha. But then it gets staked in the ground, and there's some strings to like tie. But I like the idea of it just being a small tent that's easy to put up. That I don't spend time in a tent personally. Like, right. I'm not the kind of person to just hang out in a tent. So it's like, it's a sleeping tent, you know? No, it's, you but it's like sleep. that whole... It's that whole simple setup, simple teardown, because it's like there isn't anything to it. There, yeah, there's nothing if, to it. If you wanted to get off the air and on the ground, but some people want off the ground and in the air. What? Sorry. No, like, I don't know if you would, if you do it again, would you would you continue the hammock route, or would you maybe try, like, the one-person easy pop-up tent? I would do the hammock. I didn't mind it. Now that I've done it a couple times, and I don't care about raccoons touching my butt, um, I was going to say... I just sent my the favorite house that we went by. Oh, living there. Like I know it's probably like a vacation home, but like that was like the most like that's like really scenic, really on the water. Yeah, really it cool. Looked like a nice vibe. Like it kind of gave Italian villa. It does. I I see it. I don't know what I'd do with it, but it'd be cool to have. It's also yeah. named Mosquito Island. <laughs> no thank you do you got a lot, a, lot of, a lot of mosquitoes no actually almost none oh that's good and when if there was some i just throw my long sleeves and pants and we're good 
One thing I was worried about was ticks. Um, ticks because are a thing. Up there, um, it's known to have Lyme disease. But I did not find any on me. So we made Yikes. out with bandits. Reminds me of home. <laughs> Man, who could who would ever want to deal with Lyme disease? Right, Bruno, am I right? Dude, it, it's been a while since I've found a tick, but they are around me for sure. Oh, yeah. So as long as they... Okay. The, every tick I expect in my local area, I expect is, like, infected with Lyme disease. Is that as a thing in New York, or is that, like, a thing in certain areas that you're like, oh, damn, you hear about that Lyme disease? It's certain areas. Like, I don't think it's very common in my county. Like, when you get further out there, like, further south to, like, the big camping area, like, Allegheny, free area, saying, hey, big Lyme disease area, look out for ticks. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I assume you do as well, Bruno, but I do know some people that really got fucked up from Lyme disease. Not really, actually. Really? Yeah, no. I've known some people that, like, it, it like, it was a year or two. Like, I know... It was like my brother-in-law's one friend had to drop out of college. Like it, it hit him so hard, it like oh, killed damn. his immune system and stuff. Like it was nasty. But uh, okay. So, did you guys grill or did you like campfire cook or how? How did you? How did you food prep? Um, did you I get had... a big onion and chop it up and then just dump it in and then steep like take like a packet of raw chicken and throw it in and just like let it boil for 10 hours and then kick it over because you're Steve Wallace. So <laughs> the one guy on the trip took all chef duties. I don't know why he doesn't really chef like that, but he actually ended up being a good chef. Um, basically we all just pulled in money for groceries. He bought them and then he chefed it up. We did like, First night was, they cooked potatoes, so that way Saturday morning we could use them for hash browns, but then everyone tried them, and they were very good, so then we just ate them, Um, and then we had hot dogs and burgers cooked on the fire. The second night, we made skirt steaks, I think it was. That's what you told me. I told you that. Skirt steaks more potatoes and just all on the open flame burning everything it was great it was um yeah i, I don't know much else really sounds good though yeah no i i was i was i was not concerned but i'm like oh did someone just bring a propane tank and a grill and then it was all like i'll ignore the fire or let's just throw like everything in tinfoil underneath the the charcoal and like the only thing that we cooked on the grill, I think they tried cooking a steak during the day on Saturday with like just the extra charcoal that someone brought and the charcoal didn't last very long. So we had to slow cook the steak and like, yeah, it ended up slow cooking the steak for like an hour and a half. God. Yeah. Oh God. But it turned out to be cooked perfectly. Like well, that's good. A little rare. It was good. How many s'mores you eat? Zero. It's the only what? thing we forgot. How do you like, forget that? I feel like it's sacrilegious. I was too worried about making sure I had everything that I needed. I can understand the, the like. You came to me like the week of, I think. Yep. It was like Tuesday and you're like, hey, um, what do you know about hammock camping? And I'm yep. like, oh, Lord. Yeah, I mean, I and then that. it sound, and then I got the the notice of like, oh yeah, this weekend I'm going. Just... Yeah, it was, it was short term, um, but we're here. Hey. I have it for next year. Yeah, well, I'm sure uh, you learned a lot of things that you could want or do differently too. I did, um, and I told you one the other day. Um, I ended up ripping my mosquito net, Nick. I didn't tell you. Oh, that. <laughs> it's it's like the. That's that like turns the whole concept of that thing into like useless. Useless, yep. Yeah. Um, just... So do you remember how I mentioned that I had my hammock set up because there was no chance of well, the second night there's a chance of rain. I'm like I don't want to be rained on, so I move the straps like the main straps of the, hammock. and what you do with the mosquito net, 
like netting is you tie it up so that way it's not in your face and it's not sagging on you the whole night. Well, I didn't loosen those when I moved the hammock left and right. And then I sat in the hammock, the strings pulled tight and just ripped the whole, like the whole netting, not like oh. bad, just like, like probably like quarter sized holes in it. Um, I didn't you even notice when it like, happened. Yeah. Um, but it was, it didn't even, I didn't even notice it the, the night that it happened. So like no bugs got in, no nothing. Well, you know, it happens. Live and you learn. You know, maybe next year you pivot to a different hammock. Maybe. The Eureka. By the way, you were asking about my tent. Yep. I found a picture. I don't know if this is the same size. It does look the same size, though. It looks identical. It's that's just not your like yard. a. It, no, it's not my. That's my tent, but that's not my tent. Kind I was of gonna say that there's grass in that yard. That there is grass in that yard. But it's got like a little outdoor, like throw your backpack there, and it not be inside the tent area, and then. But like, there's these big carabiner clips. Crazy. Crazy. Why would you have a carabiner that isn't rated for forty five hundred pounds? Who knows? Carabiner for my keys is 4,500 pounds. It's 22 <laughs> kilonewtons. And I love it. I would recommend it. It's great carabiner. Your keys weigh like 50 pounds. That's why I need it. I got a fucking brick on there. That's <laughs> my truck key. Okay. So. You're you're now camping, camper extraordinaire fee. Correct. Let's, let's Let's, I'm gonna put you into two situations. You have to pick which one you'd rather you would rather do now. So, I don't think you watched the second situation, but I know you watched the first. So the, there were the guys that are like, I'm gonna walk across Scotland in a straight line or where, wherever, and like you know, camp out wherever. They'll just walk across a straight line somewhere. Like, I don't know. Can you walk? Is there anywhere talking... cool in New York that you could walk straight across? Um, I actually had that thought, um, and I was trying to map it out mentally, like, a long time ago, like, where I'd do it, and the only areas that I came up with were, Bruno, if you pull up a map, yeah. somewhere between Buffalo and Rochester. Come on, Google, you can do it. There we go. Google's God, this game hates there. Google Maps. It doesn't, Google Maps is intensive. Apparently, dude. It, well, it's good because it has twenty gigs of it. It's not RAM intensive though. You're saying between Buffalo and Rochester, or something? Yes. Okay. So you see that Iroquois National Wildlife Refuge? Yeah. The road that goes straight up and down through it. If you literally just took that all the way from the north, uh, Lake Ontario, I, I, just I, follow, I, the, I, follow I that. I see that. It. it... All the way down. Man, you guys got them straight roads. Yeah. PA doesn't understand straight roads. So, you can either walk in a line straight anywhere and do some sort of straight challenge. Or, again, I think I sent Bruno it. I don't know if he watched it, but I think he skimmed through it. The guy, like, started, he's like, I'm going to travel the length of a river from source to ocean. So, you can pick, like, a river and be like, I'm going from, like, A to B. And then you just, like. So kayak and camp down a river. The problem with that, Nick, is that if I choose the main river in Buffalo, I have to go over the falls. Oh, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it could be another river. I mean, I mean, the, the river that this dude started at, it was, yeah, it was like little... he couldn't even. He had an inflatable kayak, and he couldn't even kayak through it. Let me see what I can find. There's one out where I used to live in Boston. I feel like it's an easy pick for my. Uh, you would be, you'd be straight line, Bruno. No. Oh. Give me the river. What river would you choose? Fuck if I know, but I don't want no straight line bullshit. Yeah, I'd follow that thing like, wherever it goes. Like to me. The river is like you're just following a river, following nature. Any issues and problems that I would be running into trying a to walk in a obstacles. straight line. Also, like the trespassing through people's shit. 
problem in Pennsylvania. I feel much less worse about that on a river. Like, yeah, I'm just following the creek. Sorry, passing through. Not like climbing over some dude's fence in his backyard. Okay, let's do let's do the west branch of the Susquehanna. How do I find that out? You can right click on Google and click measure. Altoona. Oh, that there's Harrisburg. Oh God. Ninety five miles. So be I'm wrong, but like it's like starts at a reservoir and then uh it you just a lot of winding. Um I watched a YouTube video the other day on how way back in the day on the Mississippi they would go down river down river to go up river. Um because of the how big the swirls are on it. Mississippi would make like S's that would bend back on themselves. And then to go up to a location, you'd go down. I I'm gonna have to find okay. this this link for you because it no I, I think I, crazy. yeah I could see that. Um. Okay, so kayaking. Okay, Brenna. Inflatable or hard shell? Hard shell. If you're think... doing this challenge. Yeah, so the I mean, this West Branch starts Inflatable. at a reservoir, but you don't have to do like the walking from a spring like he did for like twenty miles. In- inflatable. Every day. I feel like you're gonna run into issues, and it's gonna be so much easier if you can uh, like pack down and unpack a kayak. Pivot. Let's okay. Or, we're gonna no. take the origami. Okay, let's pivot this idea. Okay. Let's turn this into a Top Gear challenge, where we just give you a flat amount to buy a boat, and we all show up with whatever we want. (laughs) All right, I like that more. I got another pivot idea. Instead of the Susquehanna. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That is not a small river. It's fucking countrywide, man. I am trying to find the North Point, and it is this far. Go to Canada. I am. I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan right now. I, I, wasn't there this whole event? Wasn't there this whole adventure? I love it so much because I'm just picturing, like, I'm picturing making, like, a camping adventure out of this for, like, a week, you know? Like a Steve boat trip kind of idea. Uh Uh-huh. And there's like five or six of us, right? And like hers showing up in like a whitewater <laughs> rapid kayak, one of the little short ones. <laughs> he got he's like, like rubbered he's rubbered in, ready to go. Like someone's in a sit in, someone's in a sit on someone bought a tandem because they thought it was a good idea. <laughs> That's Eric. Eric was like, I thought like, we'd sit together. Like I I love it. Someone's got a stand-up paddleboard. They didn't know what a kayak was. I think I'd be afraid of. Afraid to be like, I, I just thought I'd bring a boat. Okay, gentlemen, I have found our starting point. I'm terrified of that. I lied. I'm still going. <laughs> Hang on. We're going southbound now. I think I'd cheat, Bruno, and get one of those mount-on uh, kayak motors. Yeah. I, I... I would be searching for a pedal kayak. Oh, would you? I. But you, uh, but you, well, okay, now you're pivoting away from your inflatable? If we're doing this challenge, I'm fine. If I'm, like, taking it serious, trying to find, like, go down some little creek, I want something that I can pack down. Like, for instance, I own a kayak, right? Mm-hmm. I do too. It's a Tarpon 120 wilderness system. Mine's a Pelican. It's a 12 and a half foot long, like 65 pound kayak. You got to carry that over a lot, like across a bridge because the water's too high. That thing gets heavy really quick. Jesus Christ. What? Why is it flying, flowing north for a while? The Mississippi? Oh, wait, no. It's. So is that the start or is there another little stream? So I just picked one that went through Minneapolis, Minneapolis, and I followed that. 
and that's where it took me. Yeah, this thing like randomly like is just going north for a while. Yeah, I like I don't know if it's still going north. Oh nope, it's pivoting. It's pivoting. It's pivoting. Oh, like Irving. Like where are we? Oh, <laughs> it Minnesota baby. Again, it pivots north like a bunch of miles. It does. Before it even starts to start heading south. Mind you, I don't know if that is like the actual starting point. I just picked wherever. I I followed the big part that goes through Minneapolis. Followed that up and just kept following like thick parts of it. Um, According to the first picture, I'm calling this the start. You got a plaque like that. That's the start. You take that. Here, 1,475 feet above the ocean, the mighty Mississippi begins to flow on its winding way 2,552 miles to the Gulf of Mexico. So let's say we have seven days. Let's say we have seven days. How many? That's not enough days. No, that's not enough. How many? I'm trying to figure out what I'm like. What is two, two, five, two, two? divided by seven what would that be it's like 400 miles or something 300 miles a day so is that like a 14 day trip 14 on a kayak mind you the 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 current is helping i think you could make decent progress like those bike trips people do that are like like they do like 16 to 20 miles. I don't know. Those are bike and rear pedal. But yeah, like I'm saying, I'm, I thought the Mississippi had some decent current. All right. Canoe team. Three people in a canoe that looks like it's about 30 feet long. Okay. Mm-hmm. Entire Mississippi River. It's a record. And they're they're going for the record. 14 days. 16 days. 16 days. I just found this person's website. If you want to have fun, I think we got to double that at least. Shorter shorter river. I found that person's website. It's their personal guide on what they did. It said that it took them 75 days with slow water. That's a long time. Maybe doubling it is not enough. No, I think I think you go big or go home, Nick. Okay, so this kind of pivots into where Bruno and I were, where our mindset was last week. So, we decided if we win the the lottery in a minor way, we're doing a road trip across America and Canada, possibly Mexico. We we didn't quite pivot into there. Yet. I don't think we're going to Mexico. I don't okay. want to do the Baja twice just to get to one fucking place. <laughs> so. I think you watched them, Fee, but those two guys that did every Rainforest Cafe and every uh, Margaritaville in America and Canada? I did, yep. Um, but we're doing Hard Rock Cafes. I'm in. Um, vehicle of choice is a Class A? I think RB? we said C. C? The little guy. Like a three to four bed RV that we could get into like LA and stuff and not be upset, but also be like, oh, we're in the middle of Utah and it's like 12 o'clock midnight. We pull over and we have like beds to sleep in. And it's connected. Because like Nick was like, what if you just pull a trailer? And I'm like, well, if you do an RV. Somebody could go back and grab a drink while we're driving from the fridge and be comfortable. Well, that's not even where it started. It's not even where it started. Bruno, that's illegal. So is having the doors off of my truck in my state. <laughs> yeah. We did We did start with the idea of a convertible, but that quickly got pivoted away from. But I think it would be fun to drive around America in a convertible. Yeah, for I'm like not denying it. I just three hours. Exactly. That's well, that's what I'm. Have you been I'm in getting. a convertible, Nick? Yeah, but like, think about it, America. I this mean, America man doesn't like same. wind in a car. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't believe that you yeah. think a convertible is the right way to go. It's not. Go rent one real quick, just for a day. 
No. Just yeah. stop on by. I'll take you for a ride with no doors and no top on my truck. Loud. Gotta, gotta get headphones. Lose our hearing by the time we're done with the trip. I'm, yeah. I'm still on that river thing. You have to go through 29 different locks as a kayaker. Oh, um, in this person's experience, you have to call half an hour, an hour before you get there. Ask them if you have to wait for a barge or not, and then they have to tell you where to go in there so that way you don't get crushed by a barge. I don't know. Can't you just like get out and walk around? Near impossible. You no, you'll do it like uh, you'll do it like the those. You ever get those like TikTok or short couple that like walk around like up and down America and shit, where they just like mailed themselves packages for like months? Nope. Yeah, they, you get like someone. We get like. You get someone like Madeline, and she would like mail us one. We'd like pick spots, and we'd have to like meet certain deadlines. And we'd get there, we'd show up to the post office, and then we'd have a mailed like box of like new foods and rations and stuff. Yeah, let me tell you, I'm not trusting no mail service, bro. You can stop in a town and buy shit if you need it, but that's like the you know. We dehydrate. So we get the we get the dehydrators out on full like, on full hot blast. I don't know if you understand how much shit you need to live for 20 days. That's what those people did. That's like, that was their whole shtick. They walked like the Pacific Northwest Trail and like they've walked from Canada to Mexico and that's how they did it. They just would mail themselves stuff all throughout the trip. Yeah. I don't know. They did it. That's a big lock. I watched it. That's one thing I kept thinking about when I was on the St. Louis fur traders. Way back in the day. And it was this couple. I mean, yeah, they've hiked uh, all the way from Mexico to Canada and then the Pacific Northwest Circuit and then, like, more. But, like, those are the big ones they've, like, they filmed all of, or at least two of them. I don't know if they filmed, like, the one. Uh, But I don't know. They That's, like, a whole trip. That's walking from Mexico to Canada. Yeah. Logistically, they made it work. Yeah. The the thought of having to take all Yeah. Their Pacific Northwest one, they uh I forget I there's probably one I could find. They did they hiked into Canada and then they kayaked all the way down and they used this like wooden kayak or canoe and stuff and they like would have to carry it around certain points. Yeah. Um I think it, I don't know if it was through locks or through like just like certain border areas. It was like through. They had to like walk it through a border, um, custom like border custom patrol place. Um. See. Well, you might be like, oh, "Are you from the north?" No, sir. I come from the deep south, brother. Amen. Me and my cousin here, we're thinking of Mississippi River. Me and my cousin Huckleberry. We were standing at. At the Mississippi and Louisiana, we're like, you know what? Let's just do the whole damn thing. Okay. So, so we ma- we kayaked up first, <laughs> took a break, and now we're heading back down. Hell you know? yeah. Or how about this? How about we pivot? We pivot again. We take the Steve and crazy neighbor approach and we build a pontoon boat. And we, we go down and we're not trying... No objective. We're just we're just floating down the river in our big old pontoon there, boat. No, there style. is an objective. It's called survive, Nick. Yeah. You ever see that thing, Fee? I had maybe. Uh, I'm trying to get a picture. Steve Wallace River. They there was like three years in a row. I think they did this. It was Steve and his uh friend. Um. They like built like boats and they would just like float down a river. Oh camping. yeah, nope. Um no thank you. I am it, out on that. It wasn't his worst it wasn't the worst executed camping time he's ever had. It it was surprisingly thought out for Steve. But holy shit does it kinda terrify me. Where do my where does my hammock fit in here? 
<laughs> we could work some posts out. Got caught. Could make something happen. We'll hang you out over the river. You just gotta get in on the side. Cops. You were worried about a raccoon. Just wait for the in, fish to jump out of the there, water and hit you in the butt. Inside there, there's two cots laying like next to each other, and like they're just full on like laying down cots. And now we'll need three. Right, we'll just build a bigger boat, double decker. I got a barrel guy. A lot of problems come in when you just make it bigger. Double decker. Who's staying on the top deck? I'm not. Sure, I will. All right. deck to myself. You're just gonna hit the water harder when you flip. <laughs> no, we'll buy. We'll, we'll build out riggers. Yeah. Yeah, outriggers. That's like the whole point of them. Okay, then you have to make it bigger. We won't go in drought season. Look, he's just delusional. Okay. I know. I know. There's I'm no thinking point. like Steve. That man doesn't camp the way that man that that man thinks innovation when he thinks camping. He pushes the bounds of what is and is not possible and how big a sandwich should be when you camp. You know, maybe I'll start a YouTube channel inspired. It, Send it. It gets views. At some point you want to make a, your audience happy, yeah. So that you can Well, you have to do short game. You need to like you need to make all your content into short form, like, ah, oh, hammocks up, like, searching for the tree, or, like, searching for the trees and put up the hammock, then, set, like, you have to make a bunch of your, just divide up one video that could be 15 minutes into 15 one-minute videos. Yes. But then add 30 seconds of the last one to the new one, so you're making 30 one-minute videos instead of 15. Plus, like, 10 recap videos. Yes, um, but on that same note, I've mentally thought about short form content recently because my roommate, as of late, he's gotten away from long form interview where he said, my old long form videos are barely enough content for what my current short form videos are. And they're like, he's like, we used to have a thing where I got 10,000 people to push a car. And he's like, now in one minute, I have to do this whole story of how I paid for this guy to go to Paris and get me a baguette. And he's like, that's a whole, that, that, he's like, I could have milked that into a super long form video back in the day. Now it's like, I can maybe get that in a minute and hopefully people are engaged. Yeah. Right. I think that's why like Twitch is dying. Corporate. They are. That's what like, happens who... when Amazon buys you. Yeah. I mean, the reason why Twitch worked was it was just dudes playing video games that you can watch before. And, and then you could sub, and then you can get rid of ads for not. Something like that. You could buy the ad free yeah. version. It's so, it's just so dumb. I don't and know. And like before, you would get ad free because of Twitch Prime. Yeah. Which is a thing that a lot of people had. And now they wanted to serve more ads. So they took that away kind of shitty to me i honestly besides like one streamer who doesn't run ads i don't watch twitch ever i've gone yeah. completely to youtube pretty much same here not I even youtube a... streaming i i know i i'm just it's the long form content i just other than like certain games, you can't just like randomly pop into certain streamers' things because they're like eight hours into a stream and you're like, "What's going on here?" Like, I'm not gonna go watch an eight-hour VOD. The only like, streamer that I watch on Twitch is Smoke, AZ streamer. But you can hop into that and like have zero con. Like, it just you hop in and then you that's don't fine. need context. You can yeah. you can get it. You know. Like Pestle, you can hop in and he's in a raid, but then he might not be in a like he's just it's just Tarkov in it's raids. It's not a or story, not. yeah, you know. But then, like you know, you you hop into someone playing Prison Architect, RimWorld, and they're like almost they're like have this huge base, and you're like, well, if I start watching now, I feel like I missed the journey. And you can keep yeah. it up and watch it, but you're just like, 
well, I kind of want to watch everything now, but you know, when it, you're like, oh, they've been streaming for nine hours, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, maybe not. Yeah. It's changed, dude. Twitch shorts. Times change. Take <laughs> take your Those eight hours. clips? Take, no, no, take your eight hours streaming, no, yeah. clip them into... Yeah. I mean, that basically fucking happens with virtual. Got like a whole clips channel. The few YouTubers that I've watched that are... Um... He's very good at separating his channel from his main channel. So, like, he'll do, like, depending on the wipe of Tarkov, it'll be, like, a handful of videos every month where it's just, like, this is the questing I'm trying to do. This is that. And then on his second channel, he does the daily. And then he has a third channel, which is when he plays games other than. Do you think the segments are good or bad? Sounds like good, you're saying. I I think they're good. I think it's unnecessary, but for them to generate revenue, it's great. You get three separate channels, all roughly amount to the same amount of viewers. Oh, uh, a YouTuber I know Bruno watches. I don't know if you watch V. That I think you would absolutely possibly enjoy. And it's uh. It's your dude, Bruno, that, like, you said you watched, like, eight hours of him, like, just hitting out his, like, truck tail, like... Oh. Um... Andrew Camerata? Yeah, probably. Is that the dude that, like, built a, a castle or something like that? Yeah, that's him. See, I think... That is not short-form content. No, but, like, I think... There's a good chance for you would love that dude's channel. I don't know. It's... It's very niche, man. <laughs> so there's this dude I found one time. He makes good videos, good editing. It's basically he has a... When I started watching, it was like a landscaping and uh, heavy machinery business, yeah. right? So like excavation work, we're building retaining walls, you know... Like the heavy landscape kind of stuff is the vibe, right? Yeah. It And it's evolved into more. But like, he'll just throw out a video and it's like, ah, I bought this excavator today. And I, it happened so early on. And I clicked on this video and I just start watching. And it's just this dude that it feels like he's a guy from 60 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Like if it has plastic on it, he's bitching about it and like, ah, oh, that shouldn't have broke as he's like beating the shit out of some of this equipment, okay? But he's like he's like one of the good old boys fixing stuff, right? Yeah. And and he's hard on stuff, so he's fixing it a lot. So this like video and it's like this ex- excavator and he's like doing all this work, ah, oh, replace a track, do this, do that. These videos are across like a year and he's just collecting all this footage and editing it into this one video. And, you know, I got caught in this trap of I started watching this video. I never looked at how long it was. I looked down. It's a two and a half hour footage. It's not even crude. Like he edits no, I mean, well. Like, like a crude. Oh, like a crude. All, yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Like, I think that he does a lot of these purchasing videos. Like I bought this piece of equipment or like this truck and this is what I've done to it to get it to this point where I'm happy with it. Yep. But it's all one video and I've seen like four hour videos before. Kind of terrifying. Yeah. I, I feel like, I don't know how often you guys frequent Facebook. Never. Um, Yeah. I've recently gone on it like sparingly and like i get recommended facebook reels that are on there that get recommended to me mind you i have no algorithm on there is actually like like people doing or on uh facebook reels it's i got i got one dude that's a plumber that's always he's like sounds younger he's like oh he always makes the like why are you doing this he's like oh man why i i ain't never plumb like that with those those price fits and he's like they're fine just use them no, yeah, like, I, I don't know why. I guess I do know why. Because, like, people... So, like, I went to the most popular videos on this channel. 
It's like installing a driveway. Sure, I can see that being an hour. Buying a wheel loader, hour and 20 minutes. It's just like if you're used to and you click one of these and didn't catch that it was an hour and a half long. You get sucked in the rabbit hole. And then you're invested and then you're like, ah, shit, I got to keep watching. But see, here's the thing. I you, you say it's niche, Bruno. You do say it's niche and like he might not like it. But then some of these videos, that that one had, installing a driveway, 29 million views. Oh, I know. Yeah, no, yeah. He's got like, like to a, some degree, there a is a mass market appeal to it. Like just not yeah. all of his videos, but like some of them hit so hard, people are like, "I'm so I'm uh, 57 minutes of driveway installation. I'm infatuated." I just don't know if fee is the like mechanic construction equipment side of things. But can he That's, appreciate some the... dude? I don't get that, but I mean, honestly, I I watch a lot. I watch a lot of YouTube videos that I am not fan. Like I don't do yeah. in person. Like buying a mountaintop. I clicked this one. I thought it was 30 minutes. It's three hours. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. But, uh, that's all, like, And I watched it. I watched the whole fucking thing. It took yeah. me like three days, but... Um, yeah. Four million people... No, these aren't... You, you don't, you're not getting four million people with screening topsoil, but like, you're, you're getting four million people to watch, like, at least tune in for a couple seconds, but like... Yeah. And like this, buying a new pickup... He does stupid shit, too. <laughs> Buying a new pickup truck, okay? The door didn't line up right with the, the the latch. So this dude gets this, like, small excavator to lift up on the door to line it back upright. Like, who the fuck does that? He put yeah. in a new radio and had to cut a bigger hole in the plastic because it was a bigger radio. Do you want to know what tool he chose to do that with? I can only imagine. A chainsaw. Hell yeah. Like, he does some stupid shit, and I still don't know if it's for the views or if it's just that's who he is. I don't know. And that uh, kind of terrifies me. I've posted this channel, and we've talked about it before in the past, Bruno, but uh, if you're if you're ever interested in, like, just the, the random, like, trade worker type job channels, this dude just, like, unclogs drains around Australia. I you have linked him, and I do not want to look at the nastiness that is in those clogged drains. Let me give you a a counter to the Australian brethren here. Okay, cutting edge engineering. It's a guy who does lathe work for mining. Oh, the YouTube video that I have had in my tab this whole time. I don't. We've give been me watching something. this series together. Oh yeah, no, I yeah, I almost started it earlier and asked you if you wanted to watch. Yeah, no, I have not watched it yet. Adam Savage building Adam. a uh, 3D uh, what Side pivot burnout engineering related but redneck engineering related. The Sunday episode of Matt's Off Road Recovery, where they're like building some Which of the. Was that? Any of like every Sunday's Matt Off Road Recovery, oh, okay. where they're building gotcha. some of the most crazily iconic off roading vehicles in the country. I mean, yeah, that wrecker's pretty, pretty big, pretty good. Even like the, like, I think we've done it like that. They're more there is like in terms of like iconic like what it looks like as an off-road like it, it has to be one of the most like sure like it's hard to, it's probably one of the more if you took it to a show people would like like look at it it's you don't see too oh, many yeah. people turning old station wagons into like off-road like yeah. no people are like, turning off-roading stuff into off-roading stuff but like that's one of those ones where like he half restored an old car and half made it into like a a very a more capable off-road vehicle than certain purpose-built off-road vehicles. Sure. They do things pretty right, though. Like, the Andrew Camerata guy, mm -hmm. he's like a good old farm boy in his fixing things. Like, there's a pretty big disconnect from how well Matt does something to how Andrew accomplishes no. something. I mean, okay... 
They still don't do things a lot of. Things. Oh no, yeah, but I'm just trying to. Put I a point I am I about... do get it, but like, they're still like half the time welding without masks on, or like they're just like turn. They're doing the gold turn the head like, add more add more. I don't beads. know if the dude I'm talking about owns a welding mask. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. That dude just uses equipment to fix other equipment. If he doesn't have a thing big enough, he'll go buy one. And then that one's broken, so he buys a bigger one. Have you seen he, them fix it? Sorry. He has so much driveway to put in at this mountain that he bought that he bought a rock crusher. You need rocks. And then he couldn't move the rock fast enough, so he bought a wheel loader. You need to move the rock. And then that wasn't big enough, so he got a rock truck. Like the big dump truck. Exactly. It's like the elevation is like the power creep in Dragon Ball, man. I'm telling you, it's crazy. If you want the channel that I know of that is close to this, Bruno, you may have heard of him. I haven't watched it in a long time, and he's kind of an angle star. Oh. I used to watch, and I got sick of it, and I'm out of yep. that game. Yep. I he's like I'm, blacklisted from my YouTube. Yep. Do you? I'm on. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Wrangle Star Hate subreddit. After he started like pivoting, sh- after he pivoted and got oh, really weird, that. I'm like on that subreddit now. No, yeah, like, it's been. I watched him before he got weird when it was still like okay. No, no, yeah, he like hard pivoted into. He like hard pivoted into like weird like conspiracy like oh man when the when society collapses this is what you need to survive. Yeah, I was there before that, and then he started doing that shit, and I was like, I don't want this anymore. Yeah, I think I remember him doing like drill. T- oh. I found anti Wrangler Star. That might be what it is. I know I'm sub to it, but I can't figure out where it is. Excellent. Yeah, anti Wrangle Star. Yeah, that's I'm I'm part of that subreddit. Super hard pivot. Is Alpha Romeo Italian? Yeah, I just saw it. it I just saw it because I went on their uh, on Reddit, but their uh, Italian livery kind of looks pretty. I think it looks good. Better than the better than the special livery from Ferrari, where they had like two two blocks what, of yellow. What the fucking McDonald's livery? Yeah, yeah. Kind of fits, doesn't it? Good old clown. Ronald McDonald, the clown. People, people are like, I saw people on Reddit talking. They're like, there wouldn't be anything more Ferrari than tuning your engines up to try to win Mazda, and then the engines exploding and watching. I'm watching them like crash and burn. He'd be like, "That's that'd be pretty fitting all around for the Italians." So they do have that cool old track that's banked. Oh yeah, that's this one—the one that's like the steepest bank track in the world. Yep, and they just—it's pretty cool to look at sometimes. Oh, it is. I'm pretty sure the reason they like are leaving it run down is because they don't they want it to not like exist anymore yeah well that and they don't want anyone going anywhere near it right so it's just like people, oh we should restore it it's historical it's like no people would try to use it then let's just like let it die um like they were just like not safe at all just actually like terrifying i was talking to someone last week and they were they told me they were going to uh uh, Watkins Glen to do lap times. It's near me. Yeah. One of those weekends it was open and they like had time lap like track time. I don't know if you reserve it technically or booked or whatever the terms is, but they were taking their car out for a lap time. So. I I I don't know. If, yeah, I have zero. I don't know. If, I don't know how the whole system works. But uh. Man. I got my headphones back. Oh, you did? Yeah, finally. They work? So, or, they do they do look work. like yours, they... or do they look different? The, the case is mine. They said right. they replaced the headphones. They replaced the headphones. Do they yeah. look as if they were a newer generation than yours? Because I thought you said yours might no. be a little bit older. So, what I was saying was, I think they used the old batteries for a little while. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
so it might have been in that kind of issue. Can I say fuck FedEx though? It's the worst. So did they mail FedEx your package? Shipped. No, they didn't mail my package. But I got a tracking number, and then like a couple hours later, it said, "Hey," and that was like a, on a Wednesday or a Thursday, and it was like, "Hey, your package is coming tomorrow on Friday," and I was like, "Oh shit, okay, they're moving." Friday comes and goes, nothing. All right, fine. You know, it originally said Monday, then they updated, said it was ahead of schedule for Friday. It's like, all right, that's fine. Whatever. Monday comes and goes, no package. Oh, fuck you too, FedEx. Tuesday, got a delivery notice. And then I had to play a fun game. Where did they put it? Got a picture. Oh, hold on then. I got to play the fun game of Jesus Christ. Don't worry about the link. link. (laughs) What depths of Google do you have this picture stored in? It's in my Google Photos. Yeah, but where the hell is that's going deep in the air? Here, I'll fix it. That one's better. Um, yeah, I got to play a fun game of where in the hell did they put my package? It's on your driveway. Where? Right by the Tur- leaves. Turns out it's on the opposite side of my shed on the roadside. So that's cool. It's just like in the middle of my driveway. Was it? A, it's hard to, I mean, it's a, it looked like a small box. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's a pretty fucking small box if I'd say so. There. I mean, I found it eventually. Really? But yeah, no, they. You know okay. what? Flat track motorcycle racing. God no. The big drifty boys on the motorcycle. Sorry, I know that you're going on your package ran about no. UPS. No, I, it's I, a, it's I, FedEx. Brain, I'm okay with UPS. My brain does that from time to time. Is that where they like are like? Kissing the ground. Is that a flat track or is that like bang? Kinda. What's the motorcycle racing? Is that like G You're thinking of like GP where they're on sport yeah. bikes? This yeah, isn't no. so much sport bikes. Okay. This is America's this is... version. Yeah, this is like oh, okay, no. souped up uh motocross bikes that they drift around turns because they found a way to go faster. They throw oh, that, that leg one. out and do the little drifty thing. Okay. At first, I thought you were talking about like, oh, let me go kiss the ground, MotoGP. Like, they kiss the ground, but just not the same way. Yeah. And okay. it's on dirt. VMs don't like these websites that have very fancy. I don't understand why. why... Host, like, I don't know. I don't understand why so many websites are so bad. Is there? I don't know. Man, oh, hard pivot. I had to fish a wire today through a goddamn insulated wall, and I had to get it. I had to get it. It was in a jack that just was done, but they didn't shove enough fucking wires through it, apparently, because I had to add some more fucking wires. What kind of, like, electric wire? So we bounded a TV. $10,000 TV. 168 pounds, like, eight feet off the ground. Up like on a walnut, like a, because a freaking video display had to go underneath it. I'm like walking up a ladder with this 160 pound TV with someone else, like two other people helping. Like awful, whatever. On the one side of the wall where the cab AV cabinet is, you know, through down behind the TV type of type of deal. There's like an L kind of, but inside that wall is insulated. It's the conference room. And we needed to add some, like, backup wires in case something happens. So, they, uh, like, I wasn't a part of this at first. And then they're like, oh, we need some of the long arms. So I'm like, you know, one foot on the, the ladder that isn't a step. And then one foot on the ladder step that isn't even. It's like the, this isn't a step, don't step on it. And then this is this is really not a step. Why, are, why is your <laughs> foot on this? My arm, like, shoved down into the, like, drywall. Into this, like, probably, like, cancerous, like wall insulation yeah Yeah. 
like just trying to fish down this HDMI cord through one of those like little like punch out things. There's plastic with other wires. I had to do it twice for two different wires. It was awful. Sounds like a great time. No, sounds like it wasn't. But it was a lot better than trying to take down this 168 pound TV that's ten thousand dollars that I didn't want to like deal with. So that's not my job. Yeah, yeah. I got a. I got. I got. Got quoted a new camera system, and they they said the price tag on them. Like that's wrong. They were like, "Oh, we're we're looking at one hundred fifty thousand. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh, you got something fucked up there." I'm like, they told me what camera they had. Like, I'm like, that's not the camera I asked for. Yep. I'm like, I want a three sixty that's four megapixel. You quoted me a three sixty camera that's thirty two megapixel. I'm like, those are oh, two different. <laughs> I'm like, we changed that out. That's, Is that's that eight 30... K? I. Well, I think it's weird because you count each lens as its own thing. So probably sure. like four 8K cameras. God damn. Yeah. Man, Fee, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I feel it. You're always welcome. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I don't know. It just it's it's so. Bruno and I get too comfortable down here anymore. Sometimes we just we you know. Sometimes we ramble about the stupidest shit. Any any Wednesday where we're here. You mean Thursday, bro? No, we dropped that one. No, wow. they, they know. <laughs> they know. Uh, oh, you didn't you didn't even get the saying. The, the saying's expanded, Fee. I'm here for it. Hop on the Wednesday Express, boarding on Tuesday, final destination Thursday, because a Wednesday is the best day. Wednesday is an amazing day in taking a Tuesday and turning into a Thursday. And so, we all know that yes. Thursdays are the best days. And Wednesdays are amazing days for turning Tuesdays into Thursdays. And Tuesdays are the worst days. Yes. So, the yeah. t-shirt's getting bigger, but yeah. T-shirt's yeah. going to have to have a fucking speaker in it soon. <laughs> yeah. So, whatever in the future, because... That's all we have for this week's episode of Thursdays of the Best Days Podcast. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Love you. See you later.